Welcome to Cafe Honesty. Cheers. 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 Of course, my Ebony Williams is my amazing, beautiful, talented, um, and everything else in the universe, best friend, Alicia. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, so you guys love the last podcast we did, and I was like, of course, I feel like she's going to be on all of them. <laughs> from, now on, from now on. We're not as lit as we were last time. Yes, we're trying to be a little more composable. I am, any. How? You're doing great. I mean, we just started, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, shout out to the Shoppers Outlet for this amazing mug. That's beautiful. And bad news. For her amazing mug. Yes. Because it's absolutely beautiful. So, uh, we ended the last one with something I definitely wanted to touch on. Because mm. we're going to need a little sip for this one. Mm. Is how you're handling not only the pandemic, mm. but what was going on with the whole Black Lives Matter movement because you have three beautiful chocolate babies. Amazing little chocolate babies. <laughs> yeah, so like, how was that for you? Because you guys were marching, there were signs. Like, how was, did you have to have like a conversation? Yeah. With them? We had many conversations. Mm. Um, and it was a very heart-wrenching time. Yeah. I know there was a lot of nights we had crying together, mm -hmm. um, educating ourselves on what's happening, um, preparing them for this mm -hmm. world that we're in which we talked about before yeah but yeah it was all really crazy and they really wanted to be involved like yeah. little activists they so it was they are activists <laughs> <laughs> very outspoken yeah little activists i yeah. will say we all know the world we live in yeah. so um we were all really prepared and kind of just wanted to get out there mm -hmm. and have our voices be heard and initially it was kind of scary and mm. confronting for them yeah. I recall the weekend that everything kind of popped off uh -huh. um, I left them with their dad because they live out in the suburbs so after it calmed down a bit that initial weekend went and got them yeah. and then told them what was going on they'd seen on the news and stuff and we drove into Hollywood there was a big protest happening mm -hmm. and like right as we pulled up um, cops just started coming down Hollywood Boulevard uh, at least 20 of them big yeah. SUVs and stuff and Dante freaked out he started crying he was like we gotta go we gotta go like no like he didn't feel safe yeah um, but I calmed him down and we kind of sat back and watched what was going on. And then for the next few days, we were out there marching with our signs. Their signs are so freaking cute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They drew a lot of attention. Actually, the signs that we made, we painted them onto canvases so mm -hmm. that they'll be able to keep them and, you know, have the story to tell because it was it's a big deal. It's yeah. like the LA riots back it, in the day. Yeah. It's like monumental. Um, so it's just since they're always on like their phone and it's like here yeah. so, so it's almost yeah. like they're seeing things they can read things they're listening to yeah. things and i'm just like i'm thinking of everything that's happening and i'm like man right now what to have kids would be for me i feel yeah. like it would be difficult because yeah. like how can it's you so scary. navigate yes how do you scary. have this conversation you just have to step by step go day by day with it all and unfortunately they've had little situations at school with racism and stuff yeah as young as they are they've each had their own experiences with it so to be out there 
and having our voices heard and <laughs> I'm saying goodbye to Frankie. Frankie, you want to say hi? What up? Papa. <laughs> you can't see him, but he's gorgeous. He's fabulous. And he's sneaking out of here like a one-night stand. I'll call you later, though. It was okay. great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> People just be walking in and out. Uh, their artwork's amazing. Oh, she did this. By the way, it's just beautiful. Uh, I'll probably pan it to it at the end so you can see yeah. what she fully looks it, This like. is actually so interesting that we're talking about this at the moment because I had started this painting prior to everything. I started this in October of 2019 last year, and yeah. this image was in my head for this painting. I didn't know where it was going to end up, but the truth and the all that because you did it, she's done it like a million times. Yeah. I feel like every time you would be like almost done. It was something else. Yes, <laughs> you were like, where's my painting? I'm like, it's been a year. But I'm in my new place. It so just it was wasn't, easy. yeah. And this painting came through, like, it was there with us through all of this. Yeah. This so she tells a story. Very important. She has a story and it's beautiful. If you just paid attention to what was going on throughout, you know, twenty end of 2019, through all of 2020, uh, until now, 2021, it's like, you can just tell. Yeah. And it just feels amazing. And I, her kids are awesome little artists. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to get the showcase out because I already have some I'm trying to bid on, which is all of them I'm trying to get. I know other people got to buy it too, but um, no, it's really good. Okay, so we talked about that part, yeah. but now what are you doing with three kids in the pandemic? How do you keep them? We've okay. actually been fine. Yeah. It was kind of a blessing for us. And yeah, I we took this opportunity to get creative. Like this painting, I went out and bought the kids' canvases. There's yeah. been a lot of times where we haven't been able to go outside or do things. We have found things to do. Yeah. So it's been interesting. Yeah, it's been all about getting creative. Yeah. And yeah, like I find myself with cabin fever, you know, we moved into a new spot. I find myself with cabin fever a little bit, but now it's like where we've traveled a lot. So even like the beginning of 2020, yeah. we traveled like every month until, until July. So we've been gone almost every month until July and then we'll be gone again in April and a few more stuff. So it's like, we're still living our lives. Yeah. Uh, we just gotta be a little bit more cautious, but now I'm just trying to find things to do in LA it's tough because everything is so indoors. Yeah. It's like, I want to go to museums. I want to, you know, do all these shows and arts and stuff like that, but you can't go to it. So now I'm just trying to find stuff outside, but it's cold sometimes, but it like, <laughs> which is where I come from Alaska. I'm like, it's cold. Yeah. Um, it, it comes out pretty good. Like we went to the Botanical Garden and I think Pasadena, I forget where I just it saw that. That looked so nice. That, like, we're going to have to go. Yes. And that one area where I did that whole panning thing on my Instagram, that's kind of where they shot one of the scenes from Wedding Planner. Okay. Yeah. yeah where, where he broke the statue. Yeah. See, that's a fun thing about LA is you can always go places or do things and you're like, hey, this movie was made here. Exactly. Like, oh, right. yeah. like, now I know where this is. It's yeah. like watching shows growing up. I didn't know how funny it was Like when I was watching Girlfriends. <laughs> It's like, okay, you're going to go from Mahalan to so-and-so in 20 minutes? Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> like, you can't get anywhere in, like, unless if you live where I live now in downtown, you can get anywhere in 20 minutes. But yeah. I'm, like, trying to go from one end, you're not getting there. It's really cool. I, I think coming from outside of L.A. and then moving to L.A., yeah, and the yeah. whole how everything's integrated into the movies and the TV shows, and you can point out yeah. here and there, and, oh, this happened here, yeah. It's, it's fun, it's fun. Exactly. So, what were we watching? Um, uh, 
Valentine's we were watching Valentine's Day, mm -hmm. which is like Ashton Kutcher and everybody's in it, and he was a florist on one of the things. Mm -hmm. So he was going through the city and I'm like, oh I know where that is. Yeah. Actually, actually plenty of flower trucks have dumped their flowers <laughs> on this road. <laughs> I wanted to go they go because of this movie. So it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I knew what I was gonna ask before I had a brain okay. fart. Yeah. So what's the difference? I know there's a major difference. Mm -hmm. We talked for the sun New Year's Eve, mm -hmm. but like Australia yeah. <laughs> versus LA <laughs> or the US I, in, in what regard oh there's so much there's so much different but in regards to what like specifically Let's I don't see. recall the if, conversation if, on New Year's obviously yo we were so lit on New Year's Eve <laughs> I'm telling you it was just four of us and yeah. you would have swore we had a giant house party like yeah. we had a lot of fun uh let's see pandemic things pandemic yeah. things we had to do a pandemic we had a pandemic thing. even though everybody was having parties yeah. there were people having legit yeah. parties yes a lot of people got yeah arrested yeah and covid you got arrested you got either got arrested or covid if you what did all that telling? dumb stuff yeah um but let's see something in particular not just of course we don't even have the time to address the level of amazing food that's the difference <laughs> <laughs> What like so? Let's say if this was going on there. Well, like, it did. It did yeah. spill over to there, and there mm -hmm. were protests over there in regards to it. But yeah. um, well, Sydney's really um, diverse. Yeah. So I was culture shocked coming here to see all the divided. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Just culture shock. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's, it's so funny, like, even saying this, so when I moved, I moved a lot, but when I moved from Alaska to Texas, I didn't know oh, yeah, that, wow. just moving out of Alaska, period, the, yeah. there was going to be a giant culture shock, because growing up in Alaska, I've heard, my elementary school was a Japanese immersion elementary school, like, there were, I've heard various languages a day, and I was like, yeah. I know various of some languages and stuff like that, just growing up and being around, like, food and everything, yeah. and so when I left, and I went to Texas and I was like, there is like nobody here. And people are like, yeah. what? I was like, where is everybody? I'm like, yeah. where is all the different races? They're like, oh, yeah. there's a Mexican guy there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, no, yeah. it's very divided. Exactly. It's like black, white, Mexican. Yeah. I was like, okay. And where it was at, it was very like secluded. Like there really wasn't a lot. And so I remember I had a potluck. It was a church potluck. Like, what do you miss most about Alaska? And I was like, my Samoan people. I miss my Polynesians. Yeah. Yeah. And I grew up with oh Polynesians. My All my friends and like I consider family are Polynesian. Are Polynesian. And I'm like, I'm like, I miss my Samoan people. Yeah. She thought I meant Samoa cookies. So this girl <laughs> went and got Samoa Girl Scout cookies from the cupboard. I was like, no, like people. She was looking at me like she had no idea what I was talking about. What? Like, yeah, she like must she, have just not even known anything about it. Yeah, yeah, she was Hawaiian. Like, I was yeah, like, yeah. totally separate separate people like i was just like trying not to go and i'm like all right this i'm in a whole new ball game to be like it's more than black white and spanish yeah and people don't get that even like white is very like you know it's like are you american are you from so like people don't yeah and i it. think that's um like being in big cities yeah. obviously big cities are very um diverse mm -hmm. and yeah no matter where you are if you go out yeah. into like the suburbs and yeah. stuff is always going to be like that. Yeah. But yeah, I just lost my train of thought. It's okay. There's a lot of great things in this coffee cup. Like I said. Also, let me just point out that I'm like really trying and I just oh. said it now. <laughs> but like um. my brain is 
Your arms and legs. <laughs> my legs. <laughs> and my cursing. I think I'm doing pretty well. You did, oh, I think you I'm doing. Cursed? Yeah, I'm, I don't think I've cursed. No. I'm, I'm trying. So if you hear me pause, it's probably because I was going to say like. She needs media training. I think she is doing great. But then I was like in radio where I could kind of say what I wanted. So I'm like, yeah. I don't have media no, training. I was so. just talking to a friend of mine who's an actor and he he told me, don't worry, you can curse, you're Australian. Like, exactly. I curse all the time. I don't think you should worry about that on air or in an interview at all. I, was, no. I said, yeah, but I just don't feel like it's very ladylike. America. <laughs> like, whatever. In a pandemic. That part. You, you're allowed to be whatever you want to be during this time. If you made it, if you've had to move in with family during this time. I wish I could move in with family. Yeah, but you love yours. A lot of people don't love theirs. And they have, they're forced. <laughs> they're forced to do well, I love them from afar. Let yeah. me tell you, yeah. It'd probably be a different story if we were all in the same city. I probably wouldn't be. So. Well, I can't. I have a friend who had to move. It just makes me so sad. She had to move. She moved back with her parents, right? But her parents didn't tell her that her aunt moved in from the mother's mm. side and the uncle from the dad's side and oh. both sets of grandparents so she had no idea she Where thought she was she, gonna get LA? yeah oh. she's um like in Reseda. okay yeah, yeah like that's north i think yeah Holy and i was like cow. so she thought in her three bedroom house <laughs> she was gonna be able to get her own oh, room no. back but uh-uh oh, she has no. cousins aunts uncles and both sets of grandparents oh no, no i was like no. yeah and then when I moved into here, a lot of people were like, oh, you have a two-bedroom? Like, yeah, do you have a two-bedroom? I said, no. no. <laughs> a two-bedroom. Okay. Like, well, we don't, actually. We have a, no, we don't have space. <laughs> Even if we did, I'd be like, that's a storage closet. Like, there's nothing with a bathroom. That's what I would say. Like, not at all. I pretend like my phone is being disconnected and I just, yeah. like, I'm not, Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Like, I was so, Ash, Ash and I were talking about this. Like, I don't, I feel like. I don't think LA would handle another summer on a lockdown. No, no I don't think so. Because they're already opening not. everything else. It doesn't make but... sense to me either because yeah. when we first initially went into lockdown, you mm -hmm. know, everything was locked down and the stores were shut and yeah. you, we had to stay inside for what was it, like a few weeks or yeah. something. Now we're in the highest point of the pandemic and everything's still open and people do have some freedom even though they're telling yes. us to stay at home it's that part but no no i feel like if you like you have to pay you have to pay people you have to do rent freezes yeah. you have to do loan freezes like everything like Let all the bills you. have to be on a freeze yeah and and give us yeah. money so we can kind of sustain ourselves yeah. in order for this to happen otherwise not either he is fucked let me just say that I can say it's fucked. You can say it's fucked. Because <laughs> it is. Like they've, they've got so much issues with yes. the system that they've just completely shut down payments for mm -hmm. a lot of people. The crime rate has shot up in my... Mm -hmm. I live in Hollywood, so... Oh, yeah. It's yeah. going berserk at the moment. Yeah. And it's because everything's still moving forward as far mm -hmm. as rent and everything else. People need to eat. People yeah. have children. We need to survive. Yeah. And there's no EDD payments going out that part. And it's December, it's been Christmas, it's a new year. It's so crazy. Exactly. It's so crazy. And most people that had like payment, 
that you can kind of hold off on your payments yeah. and stuff is now kicking back in. Yeah. So it's like, it might seem good that, okay, oh my God, I don't have to pay this during this time, but it's just tacked on the back of your loan and mm -hmm. you probably have some amazing interest included into that. Yeah. And so it's like, I... They're saying it's something cycle. like 4 million people are yeah. facing eviction in yeah. the next couple of months. How is that going to look? Because uh -huh. there's already a serious homelessness it's ridiculous situation. and they're just like busting people i have a friend who lives in san diego and she was like she feels like that they're busting homeless people from here to there dropping them off in the middle of the night really? and i was like i i remember seeing that like a few years ago when i saw her it was like a bus load just like dumped off a bunch of people in downtown san diego and then they like drove away and wow. then it was like this whole hepatitis thing kind oh of my went God. up and i was like what the fuck i'm like i wouldn't be surprised because like, the, yeah, you need to, you gotta help your people if you want it to happen. So if Camilla and Biden are gonna do what they say they're gonna do with however much they're trying to get everybody, you can have a successful lockdown if you follow the footsteps of other countries. But yeah. you know, America doesn't want to admit that they're but not great and they don't want to follow anybody. How can you have a lockdown and people are still owing rent? It's not gonna work. Uh -huh. Even if you, yeah, they've given us a period to where mm -hmm. you don't have to pay it right now, but this is gonna, once the pandemic's over, you're gonna owe all this money. That part. No, people were already struggling. That part. Like you need to forgive and let live. Yeah. <laughs> Loan forgiveness for everybody. <laughs> Rent forgiveness. Yeah. I think they've done that in out. some other countries. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they have. But they care. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> From our coffee cups. That's bad news. Cheers. That's <laughs> bad news. Cheers. Oh wait, we're gonna wrap up that one for now. Because mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. on the next one, someone asked me, because this whole she's an amazing, beautiful radio intern. She's doing a lot of great things. I'm helping coach her. Um, she landed the gig and one of the girls at the station is a giant bully. <laughs> and she wants to know how to deal with workplace bullies. I've had plenty of them. Um, workplace bullies, bullies, peers, we gotta talk about that. And then we started to watch this show. What down <laughs> because i know i'm gonna want to say this dating apps what is it oh, dating yeah. app horrors the untold mm -hmm. story it's on hulu let's go mm -hmm. it's cafe honesty i'm Evie williams you can follow me here is something gonna pop up mm -hmm. i'm gonna pop it up there oh, you gotta yeah. say your name oh it's alicia you can I'll call her royalty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can follow her <laughs>